Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, AfterBuzzers. Welcome back to another episode of The Flash, Season 1, Episode 19. Who is Harrison Wells? I, I can't even with this song right now. It's incredible. Um, I'm your host, Roxy Stryer. You guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer, alongside my two very talented, amazing co-hosts, Tari Mullen. I am Jeff Daniels. You can find me at Jeff Daniels one uh, That's where I tweet from. That was so, so confusing. You're going to make fun of me. Yeah, I my real name. Masters, yeah. <laughs> I was like, who, who's Daniel? Oh, sorry. That was the first name that came to my mind. I'm like, Jeff Masters. You can find me on Twitter at JeffMasters1. What would that make you? Um, oh, I'm Tari Miller. You can yeah. find me at Tari Miller. I, I was, yeah. You know, you just threw off our whole juju. You guys made fun of me because I wanted to start the show by holding your guys' hand so I could pretend to be part of you and like turn into you like every man and like Whitney Houston, like every woman kind of thing? I was yes-ending your concept, and then... I ruined everything. And then, yeah, I'm feeling really, I'm feeling really put off by you guys right now, and I'm not feeling the love. I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You guys are absolutely amazing. And again, tonight was another amazing episode of The Flash. I wish Ashley Daniels. That's what you were doing. Yes. You were combining that's Jeff and Ashley. Oh, there yes. we go. Oh, our marriage. I get it. I get you it. You were the surprise, Tori. I couldn't decide which one I wanted to be. You missed Ashley so much, I'm and I miss her too. Uh, she will be back with us next week, though. In the meantime. We will try to be very high energy and positive, just like Ashley, for her sake, and talk about this episode, which was really freaking cool, and we got to learn a little bit more about who is Harrison Wells. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of felt like that was the background to the entire episode. He's so, so sneaky, and there are an unbelievable amount of layers to him, like an onion, like a stinky brown onion. A stinky, stinky (laughs) onion. He's so clever, and yet... Holmes lives in a house of only windows. Yeah. So he gets into his house, he steps out of his wheelchair, takes his glasses off, does a hair flip, and is like walking around drinking scotch. Like, yeah. shut the windows, dude. I know, I know. It's very true. Um, I want to make sure, though, you guys know at home where you can find us to talk to us about this kind of thing, about the the windows and whatever you would like to discuss with us. I yeah. only want to talk about windows tonight. I, I get that. <laughs> I understand that. Uh, you guys can find us everywhere at AfterBuzzTV, AfterBuzzTV.com. 
AfterBuzzTV.com, YouTube.com slash AfterBuzzTV, where the fabulous Jonathan in the booth is actually looking out for your comments if you are with us live, because uh, we are here, and, and hopefully we can get you guys involved in the conversation. Or, as always, you can use the hashtag ABTVFlash, uh, where I'll be checking that on my phone, and on iTunes, and on SoundCloud, wherever you are, give us that five stars, that thumbs up, and let us know what you are thinking. We love hearing what you guys have to say. Uh, for better or for worse, you're, you guys are the most incredible fans with your comments on the show and, and whatnot, so we really appreciate it. We read every single thing, and you guys are amazing, so talk to us about Windows and stuff. You dig? <laughs> yes, totally. not the Microsoft kind. Yes. Yeah, no, Apple. Ha ha ha. Now I've mentioned Apple's onions, Windows, we're all over the place. Alright, so let's get into this, because we did learn a lot about Wells. It was a huge episode tonight uh, in terms of getting everybody on the same page. Yeah. Every, everybody except for Iris, who is still not on our frickin' page. But she's so close, dude. I feel it. It's coming. I know. Coming. It's driving me insane. Why can't she be part of this team? I don't get it. I know we're trying to keep her safe, but I just want her in on the Scooby gang. Yeah. Like, what the hell? I mean, I, I get it. It's because we are, we're, we're trying to protect her. Yeah. And she's worth protecting. You know what, though? Now that Eddie has confessed that he's working with the Flash. Right. And she's getting, like, hot and sweaty. She's getting excited. That's one degree of separation from the Flash. She's going to talk her way into, like, getting a meetup. She is. She is, absolutely. And I, I just feel like the more things that are opening up, the more we know about Wells and who is good and who is bad, we're going to need a bigger team. It's kind of like what they did on Arrow. You know, you slowly have to bring people into the inner circle because... You're fighting against some pretty evil people, some pretty bad onions. Yeah. But um, I'm just going to keep up with it. I'm going like to keep pushing through. All right, so let's talk about what it takes to convince Caitlin that Wells is not a good dude. Because she is the last to get on board here. She is, I mean, Cisco, because he's been having these dreams, which are actually memories. Memories. Yeah. Uh, he's pretty quick to jump on. And Joe was already suspicious and. You know, they've brought Eddie in, and he has no reason to believe otherwise. But Caitlin views Wells as a mentor. She's done worked with him for so long, and he's done so many things to help her that she just can't. There's like a brain block there. What did you guys think about this? Were you kind of judgmental that she was so so much like the last person to hold out? Or were you thinking that it was good that she was so team Wells? Um, I understood it. I mean, everyone else, and especially as an audience member, because we have all the knowledge at this point, or most of the knowledge, it's easy for us to go, yeah, 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 Wells is evil. But for her, who hasn't been exposed to his dark side, hasn't seen any of the suspicious behavior he's been exhibiting, she, it's it's totally reasonable that she wouldn't believe it off, off the hand. Right. Off yeah, I really liked her loyalty, too. I did, too, and, I have to say. Yeah, and explaining how close she was to Harrison, like, it makes total sense. You know, you have a good friend, you have to hear, like, nine things that are bad about them before you're like, maybe it's true. Right. And like you said, the best thing that came of this is we know that Caitlin is loyal till the end. You know, she she really fights for people, and we need that loyalty on our team. Unfortunately, she was being loyal to the wrong person. But yeah. we know that Barry Allen's a good guy, so if she can just kind of bring that loyalty over. Not that she wasn't loyal to him, but this was kind of, there's two separate sides going on, and yeah. she didn't even yeah. realize that was true. And I didn't think it was backstabbing. I just thought it was like, holy crap, this person who's a father figure in my life could be, like, the source of all evil in the world. I want to find out for myself. Yeah, it, it's just, it's so interesting what it took to get her there, because I feel like you said, Tari, watching this, 
he's been so suspicious, and there are so many reasons to question him, but I guess if I didn't know to look out for it, I would have no idea. Yeah. Um, And like she says, he saves all of our lives so many times. He's done so many good things, which is what still confuses me about this villain. I know that his whole thing is to get Barry to be faster, but I don't know. I feel like he really is invested in these kids in a weird, twisted way. He does care about Caitlin. He does care about Cisco. I, I don't think you can convince me otherwise. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, I would equate it to them being like pets. Like you care about your pets, but overall, you don't view them on the same level that you're on. I mean, so you can care about them, but if it comes down to uh, if you're in a burning building and it's you or them, I mean, there's a chance that you may choose yourself over your pets. So let me ask you something. Do you feel as if Wells is currently in a burning building? I mean, he's is getting there. Is this his burning building right now? Right now, there's a smoke, and everyone's aware that the smoke is there, and he's just starting to smell the smell it, you know? And yet, like, the future on the newspaper that we saw at the end has not changed yet. So, well, like, it changed, but then it went back. It went back, and, right. like, currently it's still, like, missing. Um, Flash is missing, which is what he wants, or, like, wants to maintain. Um, and yet, what's happening, in theory, has happened and still leads to that one point. Right. So it's like, does he use something up his sleeve, or like, where's that plan? Do well, it? he's done that. He's making sure it does stay to that one point. He wants that result. That's you know, he wants to keep it that way. That's been his whole thing. When it changed from that way, he worked so hard to get it back to be that way. Right. Uh, so I, I don't know. There is definitely more to it. There's something up his sleeve. There's more going on with him always. Of course, we didn't get everything, and I, I think this is a good point coming from Twitter. Uh, at Master underscore King underscore God says, I have more questions than answers after this episode of The Flash, which is totally true. What? Actually, is it totally true? I feel like I got some answers. I have so many questions, though. Do you guys think that we got more questions based on our answers? Yeah, yes and no. I think that this is all going to be wrapped up, not nicely, but wrapped up next episode, it looks like. We'll get to predictions later with the preview. Right. But um, it kind of keeps, like, opening the door wider. So, yes, I agree with you. More questions. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I felt like this is actually just, it was kind of a review before everything hits the fan. Uh, because as again as the or as the audience we know all Why the information like that? I don't know because I said it earlier and I feel like it's pretentious to be like well as the audience we know all the things we are the um, audience it's fine but yeah, like it's, people at home <laughs> us we're we're all the fans you know we're right. the fans for sure. um but like the characters are still getting up to speed with what we currently know and so this was their oh, episode that's to why kind it's of, pretentious because we know more than the characters yes. do <laughs> again muhahaha <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry. So go ahead. So we know yeah, more than they so do. So we know more than they do. And so this episode was their chance to get on our page before oh. we jump into the next level of activities. That's a great point. Right. So do you feel like other than Iris, they are all on the same page now? Uh, yes, especially with the second to last scene where Caitlin is finally on board. I think Tari's saying the characters within the show on the same page, but also compared to us as the audience. We're almost at the point, is that what you're saying? Yeah. That we're almost at the point where we know, where the characters know as much as we do. Well, right. What do we know that they do not know at this point then? We, we know that he, I mean, I guess they know what happened to, that this isn't the Harrison Wells. They find out right. based on yeah. Joe and Cisco going to Starling City. The end result of that is that this body they find is Harrison Wells. Yeah. So they almost know as much as we do there. I'm, we got to watch what he actually did and how that happened. So maybe they haven't put those pieces together, but I think they're 
totally caught up with us. They know that this isn't him. Um, the only two things that they don't know. Oh, he was ready for um, that question. Uh, well, because I had time to think of it because you were, like, super cool. Um, huh. Yes. Interesting. Uh, I see your point there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, so they, we know the name of Eobarthon. We know that because we got it in the previous timeline, whereas the other characters haven't, haven't had a chance to rediscover that. Um, we also just know. really slow. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Gosh, get on our level, <laughs> characters. Uh, and the second thing is that he came through on the day of Barry's mother's death, and that uh, he fought a flash from the future. Those are the two main things that we we know that they don't. Right. We haven't been seeing those those flashbacks in, uh, in a couple episodes. Did we see flashbacks last week of that, that time period? I just love when we get to see back to the mom and, and bring it back to the roots of why Barry is the way he is and how he is getting so fast and, and going back in time, I, I think yeah. that I, I look forward to seeing more of that. We know it will come. It's also yeah. interesting, too, that they keep showing, we didn't see it the last episode, but they always show in like the recap in the very like early parts, where they're like, everything is impossible, or I guess <laughs> nothing is impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's impossible. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I like about those flashbacks, they always do something to expand it. Like another view, they slow it down, we see that there's two people in there, not just one. It's just cool to always learn something about something that we thought was like set in stone mm-hmm. right especially because we can do that via mirror which yeah. I'm still trying to set up the mirrors on my wall so that they can be um, cameras yeah. pretty <laughs> badass you know what kind of bugged me though about the um, getting Caitlin Snow on board that Harrison is Eobard Fawn um, when Barry zooms her out to like the field and he's like what are you doing and she's like, dude, like, he's my bro. Like, I got to see her face to face. That was a sum up of what happened. Dude, he's my um, bro. Dude, he's my bro, too. <laughs> Completely. Yeah. He's my bro, Blue. Um, <laughs> and Grant, uh, Barry, played by Grant, says, like, um, I won't be able to get my dad out of prison if you do this. I was just like, dude, the art of persuasion, like, make this about her. Like, if I'm right, my dad will, won't get out of prison. No. If I'm right... You will die yeah, because he's evil. That's why he's so endearing because he's not trying to play her. He's not trying to say, oh, this is about you. Let me make you think that this is about you because it's not. We know this is about him and this is about his dad. And that's why she says, you know, that's kind of dirty for you to do. The fact that you did that. And I'm thinking, not really. That He's just being honest with you. He's being straight up. This is why you cannot do this because this is how it affects me and I'm your friend. So sometimes it's got to be about me. I guess I'm just used to like the hero character that he usually is. Like he's not a selfish person and mm-hmm. I wanted him to be like this is about you. I'm saving you. I'm literally saving your life. Because right? yeah. if she had knocked on that door and said this is what everyone thinks, what do you think? He would have said I think you're dead and you can't <laughs> tell my secret. You think he would have murdered her? Yeah. He has he's murdered before. Are you talking about Cisco in the alternate timeline? That, but also, like, there was that, like, army general, oh, I think. Right. And then some guy at the desk who had paperwork and in the I'm early sure episode I forgot about. Yeah. Right. Like, he, and also Harrison Wells, he actually murdered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. And by causing the car accident, he murdered Tess, too. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's a murderer. I mean, there's no way around it straight up, but he's also a lifesaver. Yeah. So it's, that's why I'm having such a hard time labeling, labeling him as villain. Because he he is somebody who 
he's helped us out and he's saved our protagonist time after time. And I know he's doing it for himself. Yeah. But still, you know. I mean, I don't have a problem labeling him villain, yeah. to be honest. Like, I think it's like fairly black and white. How, uh, this in guy's my got mind. Back home. <laughs> Get him home. Um, however, it's interesting to see a quote unquote villain working to make the hero as strong and powerful as he possibly can. Right. right. It's a different kind of villain. Yeah. I, I love seeing that. Okay, Jonathan, I think we have something coming in from the chat. What you got? Yeah, from uh, <clears throat> Joseph Boza, he wanted to ask. Do you think Wells has multiple personality disorder and Ebor <laughs> wants to take out Barry, not Wells? Uh, so, two part thing. Yeah. Um, number one, do we think he has multiple personality disorder? G- gosh, I think it's a fair question. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> you don't um, think it's a fair question? <laughs> I, no, I do not think that he has uh, multiple personality disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he is just, like, his, he's a sociopath. Like, he, he doesn't. He is really good at acting and adapting and, like, figuring out what he needs to do in order to fit into the situation that he's in. Maybe it's psychopath. One of those two. Right. He's some form of path, socio or psycho. But, like, he uh, is essentially just kind of playing the role really well as opposed to being part Wells, part Eobard, and then those two fighting within him. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. I think he's playing the part well. Um, he meaning Eber Thawne playing the part of Harrison Wells. Yeah. However, I kind of like this is like super like picky and like maybe slight, but um, I always feel like I want him to like fake it a little bit more. You know, like fake being nice. He's kind of doing this like twirling of mustache thing, playing this like villain. And I wonder if what would happen. I know he's like he's got a big ego, the character. But like, I wonder what would happen if he just was a little bit nicer and like friendlier to everybody and like made them his friends, and then they would trust him and they wouldn't have doubted him in the first place. Right. Well, I want I want to flash back to that time, that transition period where he was not Harrison anymore, and he was changing into being the reverse flash and he takes over this body because tonight we see somebody try to take over somebody else's body and they're caught in like I don't know half an hour (laughs) 42 minutes or something how on earth is nobody going to notice he doesn't know who anybody is he doesn't know anybody's name he doesn't know all the information that he knew as that person Really? That's going to get by everybody? Right. Like, even Tina, like, it didn't get by Tina. She said he's a different person. But in my mind, like, Tina is another brilliant scientist, almost at his level. She would be a great ally. Don't just be rude to her. Like, take her in. Like, team up with her. This is a side note. I think it's interesting that you said almost at his level. Do do we feel like she is below Wells or that she wasn't as tech savvy? Um I only said almost because Ebert Thawne is, like, ruthless. Oh, okay. And I don't see her, like, killing somebody so she either was, way. she was at Wells' level. I, I right. think she's so, not at reverse flashes. Yeah. Yeah. No, not many people can be. Not many. It, 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 it's just the whole thing is very interesting, the comparisons, too, tonight. We've got every man, and we've got Wells, and Wells essentially kind of did what it is that every man is constantly doing. Right. Well... I would say that Wells had the added bonus of knowing the history of Harrison Wells. That's so, true. He got to study him a little. Yeah, so he basically Daniel Day-Lewis did. So he, like, studied <laughs> his history, studied Brilliant. everything that he did, and then is now method acting who Harrison Wells is. He's peeling back the layers of the, the onion. onion. I won't let it go. It's coming full circle. <laughs> it's coming full circle. 
Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that he did. We saw him watching them on the beach and kind of stalking him a little bit in a good way. Stalking yes, in a good way. Of course. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Starling City, though. So we go over there tonight. I always love that because... I'm an Arrow fan, and I love seeing the, these characters cross. Jones- you know what? Sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but speaking about that, I think it's so unbelievably magical when TV shows intercross, and you see the characters coming in and out, and I've always wanted that. Like, all my life watching mm-hmm. TV, and I'm getting that. You've wanted what? You wanted that I cross? I wanted the crossover. Like, when like Buffy needed help, I wanted like someone to swoop in from, like, the Power Rangers. Bad examples, but you well, know what no, I mean. Angel. And Angel. You wanted them to come from Angel. I totally know what you mean, and this happens to me because I watch so many shows. I'm sitting here on this and I'm like, ooh, well maybe we should just get Vampire Diaries in to give some of the blood so that they can heal yeah. them. It doesn't work like that totally, but when you can do it on these two shows, it's awesome. I think yeah. it's the coolest thing ever, but do you are you guys like, getting tired of it? Is it like a shtick to you? Because to me, it's not. No, it, it definitely, for me, it just makes me really excited and it makes me even more excited because Arrow is uh, airs on Wednesdays and I'm like, ooh, gotta watch that episode and see how this, inter- uh, how this interaction affected that show. Right. Yeah. So I think it's really cool. Uh, we'll see how it keeps up, though. You know, this is just the first season of them doing that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I find it interesting as someone who watches both shows. I think that if I only watched uh, Arrow or I only watched The Flash, it would be kind of... I wouldn't say tedious, but it would because I I would feel like I'm constantly missing out on something. Gotcha. Do you uh, feel that way? Um, no, I don't because I like know enough about Arrow per se. Yeah. Right. But I wonder like if you're watching just Arrow, if um the canary comes in, it's like, look, I have a new choker collar that makes sound. <laughs> I, I got it so from cool. Cisco, and I wonder if people would be not be into it. No, I love right. that. It's like when uh when Barry got the. Whatever the mask from for Oliver, yeah, yeah. yeah I think that's so cool. Uh, I think we have another chat roll from Jonathan. Yeah, from Daquan Jenkins. Brilliant pronunciation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Since there is actual proof that metahumans exist, do you think Henry will finally get out of jail? They will know young Barry told the truth. Oh, Ugh, it, that's a really mm. interesting point. However, the Henry situation was a little different. It was no, I don't think anybody was pretending to be him. So. I, just because this one character, every man exists, doesn't mean they have accepted that metahumans exist. Right. But I think that what he's saying is that now that the chief is clued into this, it's like can like stretch a little bit farther to say that oh my god, baby Barry was right. There was flashing lights. Yeah, I, I don't know. What do you think, Tari? I mean, I think it opens that door to have them consider it, but. They don't have empirical proof that a speedster exists other than the Flash. And at the moment, they see the Flash as a good guy. I mean, maybe if the Flash at some point were to come out and go, I killed uh, Barry's mother, and then they'd be like, oh, he's a speedster. Right. Baby Barry said that there was a speedster. Maybe you can be retried. But short of that, I think they would need to get... Uh, I guess reverse flash in there with a full confession. Otherwise, there's no real prosecutable proof. It's a really good question, though. I wonder how that will affect now that more people are in the loop. Yeah, I think it's definitely like cracking, like just like one layer off the onion. Yeah, <laughs> until absolutely. Until at the center of it. I wonder too, just like with the crossovers. Yeah. Um, I wonder, like, I know the, uh, the uh, actors on both casts kind of like love it. It's like these like brother sister shows as of now, um, from what they've said. But I wonder, like, that's a lot more work for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you know much more these work. series regulars, and they're like, oh, I have another day. I have to go like we'll go home work now. Yeah. I think they're excited for it though because I know that they all shoot so close, and their trailers are next to each other and whatnot. Yeah. And they like each other a lot. The cast seem to be friendly with one another. So I think it's exciting. Like, oh, I get to pop into this because. 
actors love their job. You, yeah. Yes, it is a lot of work, but at the end of the day, when you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't know any other shows that are like this interconnected. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a cool thing. Yeah, I know like by design, too, they created that. On, on that note, this is coming from uh, Twitter from at Geodude96 says, I love how Joe and Quentin gave each other the perfect advice without realizing it. So the two dads mm-hmm. kind of help each other out and knowing what I know about Arrow and knowing what I know about Flash I, I just felt like that was so great to watch these two dads that even though they're in different situations or really in similar situations with daughters that they care about and that they want to protect and that they love and it was so so fascinating to watch them interact and help each other out without even knowing and I was like oh that's perfect if I was on the show that's what I would t- try to say to you to help you out and <laughs> you should make good with your daughter Laurel because I don't want to see you guys fighting anymore yeah. so that was that was really cool yeah. I, I agree that they gave each other great advice um, and I just love the Starling city scenes in general Cisco with Laurel really mm-hmm. cool uh, she's Black Canary and he loves her because it's like a celebrity in his mind yeah i love how he was fangirling out over yeah, completely totally geeking out yeah. the way that if black canary existed in this world which i'm not saying she doesn't but if, <laughs> if she did and i met her i'd be like oh cool yeah so it's like going on hollywood boulevard and taking pictures with people in costumes um and then he does that he takes a picture and she lets him keep it which is freaking awesome That's so funny in exchange he helps her out with something she needs and i'm sure then we'll see that device um, which you could talk a little more about, Tari, because you're our, our resident expert here. Yes, uh, he creates the canary cry because uh, canary traditionally has the ability to send out like supersonic waves as she like screams, um, and so they found a way to Sounds make that lovely. possible. It, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, it takes out a bunch of thugs uh, real easy, real quick. I'm, I'm really excited to see her use that on, yeah. on Arrow. So I I did think this was a really great way to incorporate it because. Why wouldn't these two pretty close cities use each other and help each other in the police departments and whatnot? In real life, they would have some sort of crossover like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool that Cisco's becoming, like, the go-to guy for this kind of technology. Because he's brilliant. Yeah. He's freaking amazing. I'm loving his character more and more. And as time goes on, since we saw the episode where he died, I'm realizing how completely devastated I would have been if that was the end of him on the show. Yeah. That would have just been awful because he's, like, the comic relief and also such a great guy and and, and, and wicked freaking smart. And who would say. name the villains? Well, he wasn't well, there today to name them. Yeah, him. but Caitlin. Caitlin, she did a pretty good job. We'll get to that in a she second. She needs though. to back down. She, that, that's true. Back off. Back off. Cisco's not dead. <laughs> uh, before we talk more about that, though, I want to get to another chat roll question or comment. All right, got one from Mark Murphy. Uh, they they want to know, do you guys think with Wells' secret out, Team Flash will lock up Wells in the pipeline, and do you think Cisco will become Vibe this season? So, two-part question. Number one, do we think they'll put Wells in the pipeline? Wouldn't that be hysterical <laughs> if he has to go right where he's been putting people? I've not thought about that, but I love that. That would be amazing. Amazing. Uh, what do you think, Tari? Um, well, <laughs> uh, you guys got it. Um, Onion. I would say that would be that would be really interesting. I feel like I'm kind of spoiled, so I, I won't comment anymore. Sure. Um, but they're like based on previews and things that they've released online. Um, I think it's a possibility. Cool. And the other one is: Do we think that he'll become vibe this season? I definitely think within the next couple seasons we will see some vibe action going right. on. 
I do not think it'll happen this season. Uh, well, someone on Twitter uh, after the last show uh, basically mentioned that him sensing the previous timeline is kind of a nod to his powers because Vibe is able oh. to sense other dimensions. Uh, and so that maybe is the first inkling of his powers. That's really interesting. Oh, I'm so glad you shared that. And whoever on Twitter shared that and you stole it and, and made it your own. It was good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, tweet at that. me and I'll shout you out next episode. Because I was wondering, how does he know but Joe doesn't have any of these flashbacks and or not flashbacks but memories. But also, yeah. like, I love that it's because of his powers or like deep down but like no one else had anything that traumatic happen. That's right. true. Uh, Joe's was pretty freaking traumatic. Yeah, he didn't die so nothing's that traumatic. But Joseph's was pretty big. Maybe yeah. it is his yeah. powers creeping through. That would be really, really interesting. Uh, but we, So we've talked a lot about the fact that we want to get them on the same page. And then by the end of this episode, we really do because we're all sitting there and Cisco, being the brilliant guy he is, he's clicking, 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 going through the stuff. He's like, what is this in the building that I don't know? I'm supposed to know everything. And so they all go, and Wells, what kind of moron are you that this isn't just your hand that can push through this, but it's anybody's, and Barry pushes through, and lo and behold, there they see the article and the whole layer of Gideon's place and whatever you want to call it. Oh my gosh, he's been outed. Yeah. He's been made. The costume and (laughs) everything, it's all there. And Caitlin, at this point, is like, yeah... Yeah, I can't really deny it. Yeah, he probably, maybe at some point, was the man. Yeah, like, what's she supposed to say then? Yeah. That was a really unbelievable sequence. It was also, like, the first tangible proof that Barry got. Everything was, like, arrows pointing. And they were, like, they were massive arrows. Like, on the boards that he has. Yeah, and they made sense. But this is, like, oh, he's got a suit hidden under his bed. I think we can't ignore it. Yeah, right. absolutely. I I love that they do, you know, Flash comes up, they do the logo, and then they always do that maybe two-minute piece afterward. And those two-minute pieces, I find, are the most incredible, important ones of the episode. They they really, like, blow my mind every time. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I make everybody go silent for those. Um, not that we're not silent. <laughs> not that we're not, yeah. Well, just because I ask you guys so many freaking questions, I'm like, the most annoying person to watch with. I'm like, just did you get that because of the arrow? Tar, what, what's going on here? Does everybody? And you're like, yes, Roxy, we <laughs> totally fine. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it, it just enhances the show to watch with you guys because I love you so much, and it enhances the show to talk to you guys because you're the best in the entire world. Uh, let's talk about because we talked a lot about who is Harrison Wells, which is fitting because it's the name of the episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, were you gonna? Okay, I was gonna answer it as the now exhumed body in Barry's office. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that that's true. Didn't see that coming. That was a thing that happened. Because, you know, when my coffee starts to float, I really start looking for dead bodies. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just killing it with the jokes tonight. On this, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, but So that's going on. And then we've also, of course, got our big bad of the week, our monster of the week, our every man. Uh, or every woman. Uh, and this was a really interesting character. To I feel like everything I say about the show is really interesting. It, it, it is. It, <laughs> it is. It's the truth. It's, a lot of it's really interesting. It's a good uh, show. It, it's an incredible show. And I was not seeing this coming, that that he was going to start taking on, and maybe I should have, that he was going to start taking on our favorite characters' personas. He jumped into Iris. He jumped into Caitlin. He jumped into Eddie and almost got Eddie thrown in jail. He really did. He jumped into Barry. Mm-hmm. He did a number on me. It was it was really cool to watch as he took down all of our characters. I also loved the scenes where 
uh, it was every man as Barry, like just like figuring things out. Oh yeah, like, right. Yeah, I know you, you, of course. Hey, buddy, <laughs> and just like hey. seeing him like observing Star Labs, which is amazing, and being amazed by it. I yeah. was like, yeah, that was so cool. I love those scenes. Yeah, I, I have to throw this out there because this is coming from Twitter at the Dabadon. Says I'm glad they didn't go with every man's actual comic powers. Period. Cannibalism. Period. Uh, yeah. Talk to me, Tari. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, like I made the the joke while we were watching that his name is ha- uh, Hannibal Bates. Um, really great name to name your kid, you know. Right. I'm thinking about that, my firstborn son, I've Hannibal. Kn- I've known some pretty sweet Hannibals, actually. It's actually uh, it's a crazy name. But I thought I, I think that would have been interesting because uh, yeah, traditionally he has to ingest a piece of the person in order to turn into them. Uh, I mean, it doesn't have to be, like, all of them. It just Morbid. it could be, like, a piece of hair or, like, a fingernail or something. But or like, an arm. Yeah. But, like, yeah, the character is so uh, kind of bat-ass crazy that he's like, I like the taste. So he, like, will actively eat more than he needs to. That's, that is completely disgusting and bizarre, and I think I'm also glad that we didn't go down that path. Yeah. Sounds like an HBO show. Yeah. Uh, okay, another question or comment from the chat. All right, I'm going to do the last one, uh, and it's actually quite a few people asked this. They want to know if you guys think Joe will die. By the end of the season, I'm guessing, is yeah, what they're talking yeah. about. Because everybody dies in life. It's just inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> Not characters. They live on in our hearts. That is true. That is really true. Um, we've predicted a lot. We, we talked about We threw this question out to you guys a couple weeks ago. It is a trend that at the end of the first season, one of the major character goes. If that happens on the show, who would it be? Maybe Joe. Yeah. I think it'll be, <coughs> if it's someone, I think it's going to be Joe. That being said, I really don't think they're going to kill Joe off this season. Is that you don't think or you don't want? Um, I don't think. Uh, this is potentially spoilerly, but it's not a spoiler. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, I was listening to an interview today with Jesse L. Martin on Aisha Tyler's podcast, Girl on Guy, and he was talking okay. about the show, and he revealed, like, things about, like, working with, like, a CGI gorilla, which was, like, we know Rod's coming up. That's fine. But then the, he was just talking about loving it so much, and he was, like, being so genuine and saying that now that he's doing the show and working with this cast, like, he just would, like, love to do this for the next, like, few years. Huh. And he's, like, so excited by that because initially he was like I don't know like I would think it sounds fun but do I want to commit and now that he has committed he's like so happy to keep going mm-hmm. and Absolutely. maybe he was like saying that to throw us off but like just hearing him say that like makes me think not um, I, I would agree however you know there was a big death and I'll just in case anybody hasn't seen Arrow I'll try to keep it quiet but there was a big death in the first right. season of Arrow and that character has come back in flashbacks and in different ways so right. there is more than one way to see a character on our screen unfortunately they don't have to be alive especially in a world with metahumans and and all different things going on mm-hmm. uh, but I I would probably predict then based off of that and on the fact that people are loving his character so much yeah. and there's still so much to explore with his relationship with I and about the mom who was mentioned tonight, I think we're going to keep them. Yeah, yeah. Though I, I think mean, I'll keep them. <laughs> to the contrary, I would say that they've been putting a lot of breadcrumbs in that 
he kind of has to go at this point. I mean, we had the threat earlier with Iris. Uh, we had the scene later in the, this episode. Um, and I think there was another incident where him and Wells have kind of squared off and been like, we both know what's happening here. Right. Um, and I would say that uh, I think that he kind of has to be, uh, for lack of a better phrase, Obi-Wan. Like, he is the, he's like a, a guiding character, but now I think for the next season, if Barry loses both people that he looks up to, then he'll have to stand on his own laurels. Right. Yeah. I mean, also, like, thinking as the writers, he is, like, the best choice. Are you one of them? I'm not. No. <laughs> I, I think like, he should be. <laughs> I would like that. Um, I think he's the best, cho- would be the best choice to, like, knock off to make us just, like, grow. If you want to yank at my heartstrings, yeah. Yes, especially since they've given us so many surprising and beautiful scenes between Barry and Joe and, this season. Yeah, and also, the same way that when Barry lost one of his parents and the other one gets put away, it's kind of like he lost both parents at once almost. Iris, this could be a really big growing situation for her. If she ends up losing her dad, this could be one of her major ways of being like, I'm part of the gang, guys. Like, here yeah. I am. This is what I'm here for. And she really did a lot to prove herself this episode with the hacking and whatnot. Absolutely. Yeah. I was just going to say that coming from Twitter, from Alex Snow says all those scientists and cops saw the video of Eddie, of quote unquote Eddie killing the cops, but none of them noticed he was left handed except for Iris. Yeah. Look at her with her investigative yeah. skills. It's like, yeah, do that more. That's great. Yeah, girl, do that. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to the writers. <laughs> like, have her do that more. <laughs> totally. And I, I thought that it was awesome and that she did care so much. And, uh, you know, it was making me like her relationship with Eddie a little more because I haven't been that invested in their relationship because I still kind of want her to end up with Barry. Right. But yeah. So I don't want my heart to get broken if I get too attached with her and somebody I don't think she's going to end up with. Uh, but at the same time, I, I did like seeing this and I like that he was finally freaking honest with her. Yeah. Or at least somewhat honest, saying, I'm working with the Flash. He doesn't out him, but he says, I'm working with him. Yeah. That's my part in this. Yeah, also, like, with the hacking and whatnot, I wanted someone to tell Joe West that, to be like, look at what a big asset she could be if she's on our side. Right. Right. Absolutely. I, I don't know if we've paid enough attention to every man in tonight's episode, though. Does anybody have comments on him as a villain in general, or, or how we felt just about the the fight scenes, how many fight scenes took place? Which was really cool. Oh, yeah. The choreography must take forever. <laughs> it was really intense. Yeah. I, it's Now that you mentioned the, the choreography, like I can just imagine them shooting that scene where essentially in the middle of the scene they have because he transforms into different people so having them stop midway he someone else walks in they start fighting cut someone else walks in um, I thought that was a great I, I thought it was a great scene and a great use of someone's ability to transform. Absolutely. It was cool to also see people like Daniel Panamaker and Candace like kicking butts. Yeah. Ah, amazing. And now we have to remember he's in our freaking pipeline. Uh, which means yeah. that he's not gone. He doesn't even know who he is. Yeah, and until that last scene, I was like, oh my god, they didn't even cast an everyman. You know? <laughs> it's only been other people. Yeah. Um, with, well, with, the, the eyes thing. Yeah. The eyes thing. He was legitimately creepy. Oh my gosh. I agree. With the eyes thing. And it kind of looked like he had a condom over his head, but yeah. <laughs> um, in a I, creepy way. With the skin covering the eyes, was yeah. that just them being like, he said he doesn't remember who he is, and so like he doesn't even remember what his eyes like 
color they are or like what they look like to do that. I think he was just like ghost white and no right. no features really because he doesn't even remember what he looks like. Crazy. Uh, well, I mean, speaking of windows, I mean, the eyes are the windows to the soul. And if you don't know who you are, I mean, it's hard to connect with that soul. So I That's mean, beautiful. That's very, yeah. very inspirational. <laughs> uh, something that we haven't talked about also, and I have to give a shout out to Snowberry fans out there because they got to see a big old kiss tonight. No, it wasn't really Barry Allen, but yes, it was Grant kissing Danielle, so... That's got to count for something for you yeah. guys out there. And I love that they went there because if you're like a 30 year old man and you and you have like Barry Allen's hair, which is beautiful, oh, she was hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, looking at like Danielle, you're like, yeah, I want to kiss this girl. I felt like he maybe was trying to get after something else too, though. Like maybe he was trying to woo her. Or, oh, I'm so out of the blue. Oh no, right. I purely thought it was like a sex drive thing. Really? I mean, yeah, like, he was checking her out. Yeah, this is like a man. He like wants to get in some action. Well, he got some, <laughs> and I gotta say, she kissed him back. Oh yeah, she she did kissed him back. She was confused at first and pulled away, but. Then she went in for it. Maybe it was just because it would be awkward to pull away, but I don't know. I think she did it. I think she did it. Okay, that pretty much covers the episode. Any final comments on it before we get to some predictions? Uh, One one last comment. Yeah. Uh, Mostly because I think this episode is funny in that, like, there was the Paley Fest uh, video that they had released. And a couple of the other, like, this season on The Flash videos uh, all had, like, really crazy things happen. Like, they showed Eddie shooting the cops. They yeah. had that kiss. They had a bunch of stuff that happened in this episode. And then you watch it and you find out all of it was a metahuman. And so every theory that the fans had, everything that people got really, really, like, weirded out about, um, you're like, ha-ha, you have no idea what's going to happen this season. You never. No. That's yeah. great. You think you know, just like you guys. You thinking you know so much more than these characters. Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't know. Um, speaking of the Everman being a meta-human, the way that they've set the show up is that every villain has a, like, scientific reason and, like, ability. Right. Um, they've, like, defined it with science. So mm-hmm. this guy can massively or rapidly reproduce his cells, right? To look like somebody else. Right. But not take on their characteristics. Their characteristics or powers in Barry's case. Um, I know that that's, like, the, been the premise for everything, but I think they kind of got, like... Not in trouble this episode, but, like, he could replicate cells, but, like, clothes didn't change. Hmm. Well, I think that his he's kind of, like, mystique uh, from the X-Men. Yeah. Like, the clothes that he made were actually still part of his cells. Oh, okay. And I'm not trying to be, like, too picky. I'm just saying, like... It's it's a little picky, but it's valid. But just, like, in a world where it's not, like, magic, for lack of a better word, like, they have to explain it. Like... Science. Yeah. I I just wonder what would happen if they... um, it's like very modern nowadays explain everything to science I wonder what would happen if they didn't yeah. if they were just like it's magic it's unexplainable mm, interesting interesting, yeah. interesting I wonder who else picked up on that and was thinking about that and, and Tara you, you answered all the questions about the clothes <laughs> so everybody out there okay let's get to some predictions and now you're after Buzz TV alright so just like you said I I don't know what is real and what isn't because who knows there could this he could every man could break out of the place and everything I thought that I saw in previews could actually be him in the future. Mm-hmm. But pretending that that doesn't happen, here's what we got so far. We've got 
I promise you, Barry Allen, you will die. Very intense thing to say. Yeah. Is he talking to him? Is he talking about him? Is he talking to Gideon? It seems like he's been outed, and it seems like people are not going to just pretend they don't know anymore, and they are confronting him. What do you guys think? I think that it's almost too big of a secret to now keep going to work at Star Labs and acting like everything's fine. One of them would spill something, probably Caitlin. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yes. she, she just can't keep that inside. <laughs> yeah. And, um, however, I think it's going to change the show drastically when this happens because right now, Harrison Wells, the big bad of the season, is working like on a daily basis with the Scooby gang, with everybody. And you see them all together. We're not zooming away to like a distant mansion that's darkly lit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, doing test molecules. Um, and I like that. I think the show's been able to move at a faster pace because we're seeing one scene instead of two, and um, it, it just could have just changed things. And I'm hesitant for it, but like, I mean, they've done a great job so far. It's like optimistic. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think about that one part we see that Joe shoots a gun and Barry moves alongside the bullet as if he's going to try to stop it? I was thinking, who, aren't Barry and Joe on the same team? Who could Joe be shooting at that Barry's trying to? Maybe get in the way of the bullet or something. Hmm, Nobody else no interpreted that way. I, it just makes you question who's on what side, right? And, and what are we going to find out? I mean, uh, if I were to guess, I would say something to the effect of Joe shoots at you know Wells, and then Wells puts someone that Barry cares about in front of the bullet. Speedsters can do that. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. And also the whole thing with frickin' Wells and Cisco <laughs> as he's trying to hurt Cisco again. I'm like, get off my man. <laughs> and again, that could have been just another flashback. That's true. Uh, that's, right. It looked like a different set. Uh, yeah, we really don't know. Or a bad nightmare or, or whatnot. We right. really don't know. Uh, those are our predictions for this week. Until next week where we'll be here at the same time, same place. Until then, though, people who want to talk to you, which I'm sure is everybody because you're both fabulous and amazing. Tari, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-G-A-Y. Are you sure not at Jeff Daniels? It's at Jeff Daniels. <laughs> that's Jeff Masters 1 <laughs> at Twitter. Hashtag Jeff Masters. Masters. I'm just going to let you I'm going to let you plug yourself and for a second. from at Jeffrey Rush. <laughs> I mean Jeff Masters 1. <laughs> and you guys can find Ashley at Ashley Daniels on Twitter and at Miss Ashley Daniels on Instagram. You guys can find me at Roxy Stryer. Uh, and you can find us at AfterBuzzTV, AfterBuzzTV.com, YouTube.com slash AfterBuzzTV. Thanks for commenting live in our chat roll and for tweeting at us live using the hashtag ABTVFlash. And on iTunes and on SoundCloud every single week, you guys are leaving the most amazing comments and giving us that five stars and thumbs up. We really Really appreciate it. We love you guys the absolute most, and we love the Flash. And we'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.